We, we, we want to make sure you know how to quote, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He making me to lie down in green pastures. He restored my soul. He leaded me in the paths of righteousness. Yea, though I walk through them, I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff. Some people over there quiet. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are. But many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the God of that scripture. Welcome to the Life Experience, a broadcast brought to you by Life Worship Center, where we're led by a dynamic duo, Bishop Denzel and Robin Rule. We are a church that lives in love, operates in integrity, walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned. There is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. The last line says, Then will we be mature, just as Christ is, and we will be what? Like him. Jesus, Lord of mercy. He says, when you stay in this order, I can stop, man. He says, when you stay in this order, when you follow this order, the order that I set up with the apostles and the prophets and the pastors and the evangelists and the teachers, when you follow, let me say this, those who listen and get offended, your pastor, your man of God walks in all five. I used to be afraid to say that because it sounded arrogant. It started, it started, it sounded like you fully yourself. And I went to conferences and I heard men of God say, no man of God walks in all five. So I said, okay, I guess I don't. And then the Lord says, okay, so you can let them tell you what's not happening in your life. Because when I'm telling you walking in all five, I'm not saying this prophetically, I'm talking about manifestation. No, I'm talking about man, your, your man of God is manifesting the apostle. Because he's breaking the territory and bringing revelation and establishing. Your man of God is walking in the prophetic. We don't need to explain that. Your man of God is walking in the evangelist. Your man of God is walking in the pastoring. And if there's anything else you had to question, you know for sure. Your man of God is a what? He's a teacher. Now, what does that say? That says, I am without excuse. When I say I, I mean like I, 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 I. That means any immature believer in here is without excuse. Anyone that's not advancing spiritually in this house is without excuse. My name is Denzel Antonio Rule. I approve this message. Glory to God. I believe the Holy Ghost know we only had one service today. So, I got so much more to go to. Ah, now, let me say this. Let me, if I don't get to nothing else I had planned to say, let me get this last piece right here. Last two pieces. 1 Kings chapter 17. Woo-wee, this right here. Glory to God. Someone please say preach to me. Glory to God. 1 Kings chapter 17. My God. 
Brother pastors that watch it online, I don't know if you want to keep on watching. What? Listen, listen with one ear. Don't listen to Verse number nine, the King James Version of First Kings chapter 17. Please read that for me. Please read. Arise, get thee to Zarephath, uh-huh. which belongeth to Zidon, uh-huh. and dwell there. Uh-huh. Behold, right. I have commanded. You know, read that like again. Read it one more time from that semicolon. What does it say? Behold, uh-huh. I have commanded. You read it like you teach in primary school and how they do the I. One more time. Don't behold. Behold, I have commanded. Right. Behold, I have. Now, this is big. Read the rest of the text, girlfriend. I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. Uh-huh. So he arose and went to Zarephath. Uh-huh. And when he came to the gate of the city, uh-huh. behold, the widow woman was there gathering of sticks. Uh-huh. And he called to her what do you say? and said, uh-huh. fetch me, I pray thee, uh-huh. a little water in a vessel uh-huh. that I may drink. Uh-huh. And as she was going to fetch it, He called her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thine hand. I keep on reading. And she said, As the Lord thy God liveth. A high lion. She said, Listen, a high lion. She said, A high lion. What did she say? As the Lord thy God liveth, Uh I have not a cake, Uh but a handful of meal in a barrel. I make one dumpling. (laughs) I got enough, a handful. It's a widow with a handful. So I got enough to make one dumpling. And what I can do? And a little oil in a cruise. Uh-huh. And behold, uh-huh. I am gathering two sticks. Now she's behaving. She, what she would have done, she would have mixed two. Because she had oil and she had flour. You brown that. Yeah. But she was from Zarephath. They didn't have no stew fish. Finish reading the text. What she do? I am gathering two sticks uh-huh. that I may go in and uh-huh. dress it for me and my son uh-huh. that we may eat it and die. Okay, watch this now. Pastors like this scripture because in this scripture is where we tell the church, you get money for light bill, pay my light bill first. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. All right, we, we like this, this good passage anniversary word because, Brent, we tell you, look at the widow of Zarephath, that she was about to take all she had, and she was about to make a cake for her and her child, but the man of God said, stop! Pay me a cake first. Pay me a cake as fast as you can. Patty cake, patty cake. This, this is so crazy. Please watch this. And we have a lot of illegitimate preachers using this text to manipulate members. Can I please walk down this road? Taking this scripture to manipulate members to say that you should always put the mind of God first. So before you buy grocery for you and your children, buy my grocery. Preach rev. Preach rev. But before, before you do for you, do for me. 
I look at y'all paying attention now. Where is Pastor going with this? Because this is, in effect, what Elijah did. Baby girl only had this little wife left, and it's only enough for her and her child to eat their last meal because there's a famine in the land. Ain't no more oil, ain't no more meal. There is no more because there's a famine. And the man of God says, no, take what you have and big grown man me a cake first. And she knew if I bake you a cake first, it ain't going to be no second. Because there's only enough for one dumpling. And we take this as preachers and we rape this text. And abuse this text for self-aggrandizement. And the key to this text was not make me a cake first. Read verse 9 again, Marisha. Please read it like a preacher. Arise. Yeah. Get thee to Zarephath. God is talking to Elijah. God says, go to Zarephath. Keep on reading. Arise. Aha. Uh -huh. Get thee to Zarephath, uh -huh. which belongeth to Zidon. So watch this. God is saying, I want to make sure you don't go to the wrong Zarephath, because this one is important. And God, this boy knew where Zarephath was, but God says, for this assignment, I got to give you details. I got to make sure you're doing this right by the script. Read the text, girlfriend. What happened? We said they belong to Zion. What happened? That? And dwell there. Watch this. And dwell there. What that mean? That means stay there. If I can stay here, that means I can't dare here. Y'all missing me. Y'all missing me. God says, that's the Zarephath I want you to go to. When you get there, you are going to live there. Now, you are just living by the brook Cherith. And all this time to the brook Cherith, I sent a raven. I sent a buzzard. I sent a scavenger to bring you meat for breakfast and for dinner and you didn't go a day hungry because watch this I I commanded the text says hold on hold on hold on I need you to see this go to that go to that up a few verses Marisha if you go up a few verses where he talks about the raven there is a language that you see in these first verses I think it's verse number seven find it for me you can find it he talks about the raven and, and it shall be uh -huh. that thou shall drink of the brook right and I have commanded the what? Ravens, hold on hold on hold on and I have what commanded the I have what commanded I have commanded the raven in other words, the raven don't have a vote. The raven don't have a vote in this. I gave the command, raven, bring Elijah food. Go now to verse 9 and read after he told him to dwell there. What does the text say? Behold, I have commanded... Stop! I did the same thing to the widow that I did to the raven. Oh, Jesus. I commanded the raven, and the raven didn't have an option. The 
raven had oh sucks man the raven had to bring me the food in the morning and in the night now exactly what you saw the raven do is what the widow about to do so when elijah said widow bake me a cake it wasn't because elijah was hungry it's because god commanded This had nothing to do with Elijah's hunger. It had to do with God's command. And so, brother, pastor, if you don't have a word, you can't make a demand on the members if you don't have a word. How dare you tell the members what they got to do and God ain't talk to you. I commanded the raven and I commanded the widow and just like that buzzard ain't had no choice that scavenger had no choice but to pick meat a scavenger couldn't swallow the meat but pick up the meat and bring it to the man of God it's the same way this widow has no choice she has no choice. She can't run out. Because I said, I, see, I didn't tell you just go to Zarephath and just hang there and I'll provide for you. I said, go to Zarephath and find widow. There's, there's something that I want you to see. He says, and when he came to the gate of the city, Behold, the widow woman was there. In other words, the Holy Ghost said to him, See there. He, the woman was there. And so watch this. God, this even ain't the point I want to make. The point I want to make with this, so you don't miss this, for God's sake, don't follow no man of God that they themselves ain't walking by faith. If you can't see faith in that man of God, please don't follow him. You need to investigate the walk of your man of God. And if you can't see faith in their life for God, say don't follow that. Because that means, because see, men of God release impartation. And if he ain't walking in faith, that means he's walking in doubt. And he will only impart, you can only impart what you possess. And so if you walk in, I can tell you on this now, God kept me because truth be told, I was not walking in the level of faith I should have been walking in the beginning. And it's probably now why the church is expanding so much now more than it did before. Probably the reason that we're growing so much now is because faith is here. There's a faith now that we're walking. Yes, I was always walking in faith, but not this kind of visible, bold, cantankerous faith that I got now. Glory to God. This faith I got ruled. And this is the kind of faith that you need to find. I ain't telling nobody who watching online come join this church. I just tell you, wherever you go to church, make sure you see faith there. Because this Elijah had a level of faith. Delta, I make one more point. Let's go to the water. Some of y'all that ain't saved need to get saved. Some of y'all that ain't baptized, listen to me. Fall us to the water. 
followers to the water. Here comes my last point. This isn't the last point, but I can stop here. So, baby girl makes a cake for Elijah. God, I feel like preaching. Because this last one here. This last point. Because we stay in Marisha in First Kings, chapter 17. We stay in here. And this is what we can do. This is what we can do. I told you, you got to find a man of God who walk in by faith. Because you connect to your man of God. You, honestly, you yoke to your man of God. Watch this. Watch this. Don't, don't, you don't move. You keep where you is. Vera, find your thing and find for me 2 Corinthians 6 and 14. This right here can be a problem. Don't put it on the screen. I don't want to see it first. I want to find it first because this could be a problem. Once you start reading it, then put it up. So I tell you that you don't want to be following no man of God that you can't see faith in their life. You got to see 2 Corinthians 6 and 14. You cannot be following no man of God that you cannot see faith. Let me show you why. Read. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? When you join a church, you become yoked to a pastor. If your pastor is not a believer, I mean he ain't saved. I mean he ain't walking in faith. See, first dimension, unbeliever means saved, unsaved. The next dimension means walking by faith or not walking by faith. Because the next line says righteous with unrighteous. How do we get righteous? We get righteous by faith. So if you're in a house that all they preach is condemnation, all they do is remind you how you're going to hell, sorry, but I'm not. All you hear about is, 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 is how hell is consuming fire into the wicked. And if you live right, no, that is true, but if that's the whole word, every week we cast no demon. Every week you get into hell. And all you hear about is how to duck hell and, as opposed to how to go to heaven. You may not want to yoke there because your faith ain't going to grow there. Okay, all right. Let's, let's go now. Let's go. Uh, Marisha, do me a favor. Read verse 23 and verse 24 of 1 Kings chapter 17. I ain't going to holler no more. I can stop. Let's go. And Elijah took the child. Okay. And... Now, this child is the same child that mother was going to bake a cake for so that her and the child could dead. Right? The meal ain't run out. The early ain't run out. So they make plenty more dumplings. They might even start a dumpling shop because they live in, they jam in. But if you read a few previous verses, the child dead. The child got sick. And so we pick the story up. Are y'all caught up now? Y'all following the context? The same child that the woman's going to bake the cake for, the child dead. This would be so good, and we're going home. Dad said, let's go home. Verse number 23, pick it up, child dead, and let's go again so they get the context now. What happened? And Elijah took the child uh -huh. and brought him down out of the chamber into the house uh -huh. and delivered him unto his mother. Uh -huh. 
And Elijah said, See, thy son liveth. So Elijah brought the woman child back to life. Because the child was dead. Elijah brought the child back to life. Now, well, Mudo, read verse 24. And the woman said to Elijah, Now, by this I know that thou art a man of God. Stop. Wait a minute. I almost used the N-word. Girlfriend, you was about to dead. You had a handful of meal. You had a little bit of herb. You was going to make one little dumpling. You and your son was going to eat that dumpling and pinch that. And yours going to pinch that till you're not dead. This man then come to your house. And he then eat he dumpling first. And all of a sudden, the more you pour flour, the more flour pour. The more you turn earl, the more the earl turn. Guess what? The famine ain't over yet. So in the midst of the child getting sick, Reverend Alicia, the flour still pouring, and the earl still in the bottle. And in the midst of this increase of flour and earl, your son dead. The, my God, you just finished eating dumpling just now before you carry the boy to the doctor, Lord Jesus. The boy now dead. The man bring the boy back to life. And now that the child is back to life, what does she say again? Tell me what she said. What she said? Yours is on the screen? Please, everybody, verse 24, everybody, ready, read. Now, now, a man of God, and that the word of the Lord is in thy I saw this, Monique, and I got so mad at this woman. I said the nerve, I agonized the nerve of this heifer. <laughs> After all this man of God didn't do to preserve her and her one child, Right now, this child was ruined. I didn't say all that now. I had to start fixing this in my brain now. So right now, this child was one no manners little boy. Lord God, when the prophet tell him, sit down, he wouldn't say, you're my daddy. <laughs> I, I didn't paint this in my, I got nothing good to say for this little boy. I got nothing, you can see it, you can see it. You see it, boy, your mother says, you're my daddy. And God says to me, boy, listen to that woman. She right. I say, I say, pull up. What? He say, true story. The Lord said to me, the woman right. God says to me, as I'm ready to read this word to y'all, he says, any man of God could preach the word and give you increase. Because in the word is increase. He says, but your man of God will bring your baby back to life. He said, listen to the woman. She ain't wrong. Any preacher, preach.
preaching the word can cause increase. Because in the word is increase. So you can prosper, Marsha, off of any word. Because the word itself brings prosperity. But he says, only your man of God has the ability to speak to what you have birthed on the inside of you. And your man of God, listen to me, has the ability because he's been sent to you. He has the ability at the same time to speak to someone's car wash business and at the same time speaking to someone else cancer and at the same time is speaking to someone else wayward child and while he's speaking that baby on the that baby on the inside of you is coming back to life it's like something on the it's something like when mary walks up to elizabeth glory be to god and theologian says up to this point john was dead in the womb but as soon as mary gave greeting to elizabeth the bible says that john leapt in the womb of elizabeth god says your man of god has the ability to speak to what was living in you to die you know your man of god by the response of your baby Peggy, this is what he said. Let me, can I read this? I'll read this from, from my notes because I don't want to miss this. He says, um, um, I got to find this piece here. This is so good. Ah, oh, what's that? He said, for many of us, he says, we have found our pastor. There it is. He says that there is something in your man of God that speaks life to the baby that you are carrying. If that person lacks the ability, then they are not your man of God. They may be your pastor, but not your man of God. And let me say that your pastor is really just your guardian until you locate your man of God. Pastors will protect, guide, and look out for you. But they are limited in their ability to speak life to what you are carrying. Now, don't get me wrong. They can encourage you. They can motivate you. And they can give direction to you. But as it relates to what you have been called to birth in the earth, that role is specific and unique to your man of God. And there are persons who can hear this, they can share this, who have found their pastor. But I've not yet found their man of God. Now, until you find your man of God, you're going to need a pastor. Someone to direct you. Now, I know this right here is hard to swallow because pastor's getting offended because what it says now pastor you got to make see what makes a man a pastor a man of God is his ability to hear direct from God and speak directly to the individual pastors preach scriptures and give sermons men of God release word that hits your spirit you need them sermons listen 
You can need them instructions and those points. But boy, for what you are carrying and for your destiny, you're going to need to find your man of God. For you to unleash the limitless potential that's in this word today. Ain't for no church growth. This is a destiny word right here. Thank God for your pastor. But start asking, have I located my man of God? Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Rule of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 601-5125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.